Hi, I'm Olivia Kay. I'm the singer, songwriter, and band leader in Brooklyn, New York. And I want to invite you to this very special podcast, How We Made the Magic. So if you're interested in the behind the scenes of what it takes to make a soulful and sold out live experience, join us. I think you might like it. Hey, hi everyone. How y'all doing? It's your girl, Olivia Kay. Yes, back at it. You probably don't know who I am and you're listening to this recording or you do know who I am and maybe you've been to a show of mine here in New York City. Either way, if this is your first time or it's one of many times that we've gotten to meet on this planet, welcome. Hi, this is a podcast and it's called How We Made the Magic. I've wanted to do a podcast for a while. I keep threatening to do podcasts with different friends. And, you know, I've realized that for me, what it takes to bite the bullet to do a podcast is I like to have a really clear reason why we're here. So this podcast for me is essentially an artist's manifesto. It's an opportunity for me to share with you all the things that maybe when you've seen, if you've seen my shows, or when you see my shows, it may be obvious to you that these are some of the philosophies that I'm thinking about and some of the thoughts that I've had, but it may not be. And I like to be really specific because I have a really specific vision as a creative person. I believe in making experiences and experiences to me have to touch all of your senses and all of your emotional strings as well. You know, so I grew up, I'm Caribbean American. My mom is from Guyana and I grew up in Brooklyn. And my experience of having events, having parties was always just such a total experience, like a completely immersed experience, you know, where there was food, you know, we have roti and curry and this and that and chow mein and pepper pot and this and that. We'd have all this food, we'd have a DJ and the music would be so loud and, you know, it'd be like, um, it'd be like the, uh, the, 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 reggae dancehall version of Tracy Chapman. Sorry. It's all like the whole, the whole jam. And, uh, and then it would also be like this whole emotional experience of being with your family of all generations. There'd be little kids running around the table or sleeping in a chair, you know, at midnight, there'd be adults dancing, talking, some of them drinking, you know, people, people really, we we really lived as my family, my community, I always felt like we really lived together, like fully, like fully participating in life with each other. And I so treasure and value that experience from my childhood that I've always wanted to have that experience as an adult and to replicate that experience for people who have never experienced um, that kind of way of doing things. And so you find me on March 11th, 2022, creating a show that for me would bring all of the pieces together. Clothing, you know, designed 
clothing, cost, well, rather, costuming, choreography, the music itself, the lyrics of the music, and also the opportunity to commune with the audience. Those are all things I thought about actively and meditated on and prayed over during the process of creating this show. This show is so special to me. This isn't the first time that I've done a show like this. In fact, this would be the seventh year of doing something of this nature. Because as a matter of fact, the first time I ever did a show like this was the the actual first performance of Olivia Kane the Parkers. Originally, Olivia Kane the Parkers was created because I had a birthday show when I turned 22 and I wanted to do what I loved the most in the world, which was make music. And at the time, I was not a professional musician in my day work. I was working in IT at a school and I felt very... I felt very frustrated by that and feeling like I couldn't get all of my creativity out. And so I, you know, put together this whole thing. It was kind of a variety show. There was roti and curry and my friend did comedy at the beginning. And then, um, you know, I had background singers and my friends, you know, play the drums and the keys and the bass. And I was singing and I designed a costume. Um, I designed a costume with a awesome tailor, Amadou, from Africa Art, which is down on Livingston Street in downtown Brooklyn. Please go give him some business. <laughs> and I remember I was like, I'm going to have this jumpsuit. And I, you know, I brought him a design and I picked the fabric and me and my mom like put this all together because there's nothing my mom and I love more than putting together a good party. Anyhow, that show became the template for the experience that I then have been sort of doing more and more every time that has culminated in this experience at Joe's Pub. And a big part of that is the, like I said, the total experience of all these different pieces, but also just, I like to have a theme. Like the, that first time when I turned 22, the theme was baby girl, <laughs> baby girl's grown up. And so all the songs were kind of about being a woman or being a um, you know, isn't she lovely? Electric lady, all these different songs that were about that experience. Um, and then each year it got progressively more and more complex. The next year was Young, Gifted, and Black. And we did Young, Gifted, and Black by Nina Simone. And we did new covers. And I, it just brought me so much joy to think of these kinds of musical experiences that were almost like um, musical theater. They're very theatrical, but they're not scripted in that way. So it's more like a variety show because I'm sort of the MC. I talk and I sing and I go back and forth with the audience, but it's, or like a review maybe. Um, And so it was super fun. And then the next year, you know, was Bowery Electric and we designed another jumpsuit and at this point, I started to work with the same, started to work with some of the same people. Um, Lauren, who you'll hear from, who was the designer of the costume. And now that was our, I believe, fourth or fifth year running of creating a costume. And uh, and it gets more and more elaborate, but the intention is always the same. I really believe that art has the power to touch us 
and move us in ways that we don't allow ourselves to be touched and moved usually. And because of that, I believe that it's part of my work as an artist is to make sure of that, is to make sure that people experience um, a real sense of life and spirituality touching you as you're having the concert goers experience. And that really comes from my experience growing up in church. I grew up in a Baptist church and my grandmother was a minister there and my uncle was a trustee. And, you know, I was very, very involved. I was at church every Sunday, most Saturdays, some Wednesdays for most of my childhood. And one of the things I always loved about church was the way that ministry was not just about, you know, the sermon. I loved the way that I loved the way that ministry and especially music could touch people and speak to the larger themes of anything without hitting you over the head with it. A fine balance, you know, that's a fine balance because there are certain things you want to tell people to do or you want to make it very clear to people what exactly is happening. But I have learned in these last seven years, especially, that the experience of dance and song and band and all of these pieces can do much more work for you than me talking at you. But I want to talk specifically about this show because this show is a show for me that I personally will never forget creating and doing and was really deep and meaningful to me. Like I said before, all of my shows, these big shows that I have, these are usually my birthday shows. I have them in Pisces season, (laughs) usually late February or early March. And these shows always have a theme. And this particular year, the theme of the show was called Forever. And that was a really deep meaning for me personally because, one, my goddaughter, who is Lauren's daughter, who's now three, her name is Ever, which is a great name. Um, But it's also about the idea of processing um, relationships that change and still trying to find the thread between what is the same, what is important, who is important, and how do we maintain even as things change all around us. Initially, I thought I was going to speak about my mom. And um, for those of you that don't know, my mother passed away at the end of 2020 of, uh, of uterine cancer. And losing my mother was a huge transformative experience. And it was deeply sad. And, you know, it's hard even now to overestimate my mother's influence in my life. Um, I'm an only child. And I grew up with my mother being very watchful of me, but at the same time, um, you know, being very supportive of me and my endeavors. And she always encouraged me in my art. And she always told people about what I was doing. And she said to me at one point, she said, Olivia, I wish that you could hear the things that people say to me about your work, because you're 
amazing and incredible. And I don't think you really understand. Um, and the, the, the way that my mother and, and I worked together was so incredible. Um, it's something that I will treasure for the rest of my life. And I hope as a parent or an aunt or in any way connected to people that I can be the way that my mother was for me, which was like a real space for me to discover and for me to process and also a safe harbor for me to come back to in the middle of everything. And um, yeah, losing her was really, really hard. Losing her was, it just changes you. And um, I know that for those of you who have lost somebody significant in your life, you understand what I say when I mean it changes you. You just are not the person you were the day before it happened. And um, I wanted to commemorate that and also to be true to that. Because um, in the past, when I've made music, it comes from a very joyful place for me. And joy is very central to my work as an artist. It's very important that people feel happy and light and, you know, just like a child almost. Um, but I'm not a child. And I'm, I, I have enthusiasm and energy, but I'm not a child. And this particular show, I really wanted to talk about the two sides of of, of experience. And maybe it's not two-sided, you know, but the, the power of the juxtaposition between loss and abundance, between joy and grief, between, um, you know, presence and absence. And I wanted to process that with everyone because I knew in my heart that so many of us are processing loss and absence after such an incredibly difficult time losing people in our lives to a terrible disease, losing our sense of stability as our societies have ground to a halt, losing any sense of self as the ways that we define ourselves have crumbled. And I know I'm not the only one who has lost more than a, than someone to death? I've also lost friends to, tra- to to change, you know. And ultimately, what the show became about this show's pub show became about was that particular kind of loss, losing a friend to change, because I felt that that was the most universal and most easily told within the confines of a hour and a half long show and, you know, myself and one dancer trying to tell a story with these things and, and with my lyrics and my songs. And, um, I, I, I know we, we touched people and we're going to get into that. We're going to ask more people about that and see how it felt for folks. But I know that that was my intention. It was my intention to create a transcendent experience something beyond the confines of what anyone thinks a musical concert should be, um, both in a, you know, kind of like a usual, like musical, like more than a musical in the sense of like, wow, this was a complete experience, but also more than just 
the mundane. I wanted to bring spirituality and realness and authenticity into this performance without hitting people over the head and telling people what to believe. And I hope that I hope that people felt it from what I've spoken to folks. It sounds like I did my job and it was a job well done. So you made it through the first episode. Thank you so much for listening and hearing all my thoughts on creating a show. The exciting part is this is just this is just an intro to all of the many incredible conversations that I get to have with a ton of my collaborators and people who saw the show. So this was the intro, but I want you to stay tuned and have a listen to some of these incredible creators that I've worked with. So next time, you're going to hear from Joe Lee, who is my branding, graphics design, website design, and just overall concept partner. Um, and uh, it's going to be great. So if you want to see any more of the background stuff, any of the videos and pictures from some of these events that I mentioned in this particular episode, you can absolutely go to our Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Olivia K. Just the letter K. Cool. And there will be some content that you can check out. You can subscribe and just keep getting more of this content that we're planning to grip. <laughs> what? that we're planning to give to you over the course of this year. So thank you so much for being with us, for hanging out with us. Keep creating, keep thinking, keep having a great time. Love you. You guys are great.